Hey everybody out there, this is Shane on Vegas Confessions. So this is just a quick little public service announcement. Um, sometimes we run into technical difficulties as podcasters. It happens. Um, it's not the perfect world, you know, but technology is what it is. So on a production side, I try to polish that up, see what I can do, and put that out there for you, the listeners, um, so you have something enjoyable to listen to. Um, on this one, because this episode's a little bit more unique, uh, we all three decided we're just going to kind of let this one flow. So you'll hear about on the 35, 36 minute mark where it doesn't sound like usually what we do, um, but it's fun and we kept it in there. Uh, it's fun to be part of. Just wanted you guys to have a heads up on that and hopefully you enjoy the show as much as we enjoyed recording it for you uh, and we can catch you guys on the flip side. So Thank you, and uh, cheers. Does anybody, does that ring a bell? I, I East think Coast? that's Missouri. Okay, so this might it's be somebody. It's pronounced Missouri. Fuck it off. depends on which part of Missouri you're in. <laughs> the farmers pronounce it Missouri. If you're in the city, if you're Kansas City or St. Louis, it's Missouri. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Fucking watch yourself, Jules. God damn it. Missouri lady a few years ago. Watch her be the fucking, watch her be the new sponsor. Over the last year of this podcast, man, we've learned a lot about one another. I mean, (laughs) fuck, weird. I love this shit, man. (laughs) Fucking Missouri. Jesus Christ. Okay. 860 is Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. Is that how you say it? Mm. Connecticut, right? Is that right? It depends. If you live near the city, it's Connecticut. If you live in the city, no. <laughs> Peekaboo, you fucks, you. I see you, motherfucker. Do you want to talk or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers, also a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, two dozen evil. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal too. Yeah, maybe after 9-11 where everybody gets insensitive. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. Welcome, folks, to episode number 30. In today's episode, we're going to be covering a little bit of, well, I don't know, some people may call him a legend, but some may call him a freak, an asshole, but (laughs) he's Dennis Hoff, so you know we have some things to say about that. We're going to be covering some things happening in Vegas. Uh, We have a lot going on on today's show, but first, let's get started with some shout-outs. Let's kick them off. So my first shout-out goes out to Keith Makowitz. He's one of the first people that I ever ran into in Vegas that I didn't know, but he knew me. So this gentleman had a birthday this week, and he's actually from your favorite place, Eric, from Philly. Just a super nice dude, <laughs> and you know, just wanted to make sure we send him a birthday shout-out this week. Uh, yeah, one day I was walking around Flamingo, and this guy walks up. Hey, you're Julian. How you doing, man? I listen to the show, and... It was just one of those moments where like, oh, damn, this is a listener. So it was just really cool to run into him. And then uh, on a real subject, a huge shout out to at Vegas Traveler. His real name is Dave. He's a huge 
Vegas Confessions supporter. He ordered a shirt recently, and he was booked at the plaza for the Ocean's 14 trip, but recently suffered a heart attack. He says he's doing well and he's having a good recovery, but says he was bummed because he wanted to hang out with all of us. He wanted you fellas to know he really enjoys you guys, and you guys always make him laugh, and he really loves listening to VC. And, you know, he said... You know, he he didn't let that stop him. He ended up already booking for New Year's. <laughs> so from all of us here at VC, man, we hope you have a good, quick recovery and hope you get right back into shape, my friend. Yeah, man, that's a uh, that sucks. But, you know, it is he's coming back, which is cool, right? He's healing and it looks uh, looks good on his side. Yes, he still has a sickness for Vegas, so he's a okay. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Get well, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. All right, so my shout-outs are going to be familiar names to listeners of the show. Um, This weekend, uh, I had attended the Chicago seminars, aptly named uh, in Chicago. And after going through uh, the seminars, um, I and a few of my friends decided to take a trip to Horseshoe Hammond in Indiana Nice. Uh, um, so the shout out goes to our buddy Han from Chicago. Yeah. Our buddy uh, Adam Bauer, travel fanboy. <laughs> buddy. Um, also buddy? now from Chicago. <laughs> and Bethany Walsh, who uh, is a New Yorker. So the two East Coasters uh, went to meet up with the people from the greater Chicagoland area where we debated all things pizza. And um, had a really good time. Your Chicago pizza is still not pizza, by the way. <laughs> I knew you were going to throw that shit in there, dude. <laughs> I was just going to ask, how was it? Um, I, I, I wouldn't eat it, but that's besides the point. Um, but, but I had to fly out to Chicago. And when I got on the plane, there were a lot of Eagles fans on the plane. There was green and white everywhere. And I thought to myself, God, I hope this plane goes down. <laughs> and if I go down with it, it's fucking perfectly I, I, fine. It's a, it's a sacrifice that I'd have to make if we could, you know, get uh, even 30 Eagles fans. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I don't wish you to die. I just wish your team to lose every week. I uh, rooted for Cam Newton because of you people. I mean, that's, oh, that's Jesus. how much I hate the Eagles. Um. And, you know, Superman pulled it out. Uh, I have another reason. Now, while we're talking football, I have another reason. Adam gets a double shout-out. Adam Bauer uh, puts out his football picks every week with the hashtag FadeTheFanboy. And that's what I do. I basically take the opposite side of whatever Adam bets. <laughs> and it's really, really working well. Is that, is so, that, is that positive? That's working good for you? <laughs> I, Shane, I, I went 3-0 and off of the opposite of his picks this week. Oh, I Jesus went 3-0. Christ. and I don't know if it was the week before or the week before that. That's funny. That's funny. I, I had a monster week this week, and a big part of it was due to fading the fanboy. <laughs> so, you know, this is, this is meant as a compliment, Adam. I thank you. So and, now people know in the future they don't want a double shout-out on this show. Yeah, no shit, huh? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, like he could be, he could be posting one way and betting the other. Oh, 
Yeah. I, I, I don't, you right. know what? Maybe and I wouldn't Maybe put Fade it, the Fanboy is a gimmick, and he's the best handicapper I've ever seen. That's exactly. And I wouldn't put it past him whatsoever to be doing exactly that thing, honestly. Well, that's anyway, too funny. He, he's a great guy. I really enjoyed the time with those three fine people this weekend. And, um, you know, keep those picks coming. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Jesus, actually, that's fucking hilarious is what that is. But that's still, that's still awesome. <laughs> I can't believe oh, it. Oh, I can't wait for his remark. Oh, I know. I'm oh, sure we're going to hear somewhere. coming back with something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goddamn Eagles fans. Anyway, well, Seahawks won last weekend. So, hey, woohoo! I'll put in my whoop out there. Not that anybody gives a shit, but there you go. Um, <laughs> the one other cool thing, too, is uh, I just got a few shout-outs. Um, mainly, and this is kind of a... It goes actually to uh, Kyle of Whispers Vegas, where, and he he's an example. And I'll give you the shout out to this because this is a really good example. Being Southern Cal, he goes to Vegas a lot more often than other people do because they're right there. Same people that we hang with, other friends that we you know were part of, um, and he's always, hey, on my way, just passing Prim now. Just people like <laughs> him are awesome because even though I'm not going that way, I'm stuck you know, trying to fix my sinking building or whatever is going on. It is still cool, and it puts a smile on my face to know that that's still being, hey, who's in Vegas? You know, who's going on? Las Vegas junkie, you know, right away. Hey, where are you going to be? Da-da-da. And you catch that back and forth, and it's cool because it's a camaraderie. And that's kind of what builds, and it grows the it grows the circle a little bit, you know. And, and I, I totally support anybody who wants to advertise their trips and you know, Daniel Ocean, all these people that, that do that. I, I think it's pretty fantastic, personally. Um, and it makes me smile. You know, even though I can't be there, have a have a beer with them. Still kind of cool. Um, another thing onto that is just the people that reach out, either in one way or another way. So that's one method that they use. Another one, obviously, you know, we got an email, uh, VegasConfessionsPod at gmail.com. Uh, we have a number. People call. People email back and forth. And we get all these things back and inputted it seems like uh the hebrew hammer which evidently now i'm forced to make some kind of a a bumper for because sir you're became you're starting to become a little bit more popular than we had anticipated um with your <laughs> your <laughs> your banter back and forth but we have a letter from morgan and this is one that I want you to answer, sir, if you can, for the most part. Uh, she wrote in about a week and a half ago, and she had a really simple question, a little bit about everything, but but it's something I think most people kind of, they're asking themselves the same thing, and they need they need info, and they need which way to go and which direction to be fed to. Okay? So we're going to roll into that a little bit. So again, this is from Morgan. Love the podcast. Uh, been a fan for a few months now. I know you guys talk about rewards programs in Vegas and was wondering what's your favorite ones? MGM, Total Rewards. I don't really know of any others. What about favorite places to stay? I have only been to Vegas three times, working on going next year in 2019. So really short letter. And Eric, if you don't mind, I'd like you to kick off the rewards thing because obviously that's in your wheelhouse as of past episodes. And then, um, you know, we can kind of chip in about where to stay and what to do if we have any input. But this is somebody who's not really... They're not a Vegas junkie necessarily. They don't go all the time. But they, now they're starting to catch a bug. And for somebody who's brand new yeah. to this city, what what's our recommendation on this? So Morgan goes to Vegas three times. Work on going to next year. Okay. So 
for the infrequent uh, Vegas visitor, I would say it really depends on if you're the type of person that wants a really cheap room or a free room or if you want a really nice room. Unless you're giving substantial play while you're out there, you're probably not going to get um, comp or great, greatly discounted uh, rooms at, let's say, Wynn or Aria. Um, but there are plenty of places where a little bit of play will at least get you a casino rate. Um, after figuring out what type of room you like, then location is going to determine, I think, who I would give uh, more action to. Total rewards and MGM, um, total rewards being Caesars, they own you know the vast majority of the strip properties. I'm personally shying away from both of those companies, um, but that doesn't mean that there isn't value for you. I don't know enough about how much you play or if you play at all to tell you um, who will treat you well. So let's go based on location. Center Strip, I think, you know, really you've got total rewards um, on the east side of the Strip. And you've got some MGM properties on the west side of the Strip and we'll add in Treasure Island, which is independent. Um, unless you have a local casino by you that you frequent that will tie into one of these networks, my recommendation would be it doesn't really matter. I know you're looking for a better answer than that, but um, infrequent visitors to yes. total right infrequent yeah. visitors to total rewards will easily get discounted rooms and sometimes comp rooms. Uh, but the higher level rewards that you would get from <laughs> either of those networks, they're not going to happen if you only go once or twice a year. So I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it. See, that's um, I'm, that's where I was already nodding my head when yeah, you first started. Yeah. Like, if you're not gonna go to really play, let's say a person goes plays two, three hundred bucks their whole trip, that's not gonna really get them anything, realistically speaking. Therefore, anybody that asks me, "Oh, I'm going to Vegas. What do you think I should stay? What do you think we should do?" My first response is, "Have you ever been to Vegas?" And if they're new to Vegas and they're only going for the first time and don't plan on going in the future. Yeah, go gamble a little bit, but get something on the Strip. If you want to see Vegas, see Vegas on the Strip. Yeah. You can find a decent-rated yeah. room. I mean, see something by the fountains. As long as you're on the Strip, take that wow factor into your trip and put that in there. And I think this goes back to now thinking about it. Vito, what he did for uh, his cousin when he came out here, um, he kept them on the Strip, showed him some nice places, kept them on the move the whole time. I did Cousin Lou... And just kept kept them busy and tried to get it all in in one time. And like I tell everybody, man, no matter how much you have planned, majority of the time you're still not going to get to what you wanted to do because there's always something to distract you to right. take up your time or you wander off and check this out. So I always just recommend, you know, if you're not a gambler, if you you're look if you're looking into the loyalty programs, that's one thing. But if you're only going to go like we say two three times a year, it's not worth it. Go find something at a decent rate, which you could find on the strip. Enjoy yourself. Gamble if you feel like gambling. And if you get sour, if you lose, 
no harm done at least you know what it's like now <laughs> yeah that dude yeah and you said it exactly and this is another thing to that being said and again we've got a you know we go to vegas often some of us more often than others and some of us <clears throat> eric <laughs> knows how to kind of pull things and and get what you need from where you need it basically but if we gotta kind of go back in the beginning and you know and i'm stepping in the shoes of my first one or two times in vegas when i caught the bug and i knew a yeah. couple points of this. Number one, again, are you a gambler or are you not a gambler? I mean, if you're a gambler, you probably have been to Vegas. You know, if you're, hey, my first time, da-da-da, this and that, you, you probably aren't a big roller. You're not going to drop a grand on a night at on yeah. the craps table. You're just not going to do it. You're going to throw two or $300 in, you know, maybe on a weekend trip, whatever have you. Some of this is kind of a, of a dumb thing, but some of this may not, people may not know because they don't think about this. So, obviously, weekends are expensive. You know, they're going to be a little mm -hmm. bit more pricey. Um, you, like Eric said, you got to look at location. Downtown is a completely different scene than on the Strip, period. It's starting to kind of come up and get more from what you can see, what you can do. You know, the Strip is, in all of its glorious Strip properties and what it's looking at, I, I honestly, and, and again, I'm not a huge gambler, I don't really drop a dime on the strip because you. I'm not going to get what I want on the strip. The strip is something where I'm going to see the fountains. I'm going to see yeah. you know Mirage. I'm going to walk it. I'm going to see all the lights and the neon. If I want to do any kind of gambling and I haven't checked out downtown, that's where I'm going to go down there and put my money in. You know, because as a newbie, that's where my money's going to go a little bit further, whether it's the buy-in for tables, what the slots machines are, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a couple, two one-offs. If you can afford to do a strip like on a weekday where you have the time off of work and you can go there pay attention to the con to the convention schedule pay attention to what's going on around that you'll see room rates kind of adjust back and forth but there's conventions happening all the time in vegas like and it's getting more and more rampant now where companies are hey we're gonna go do a business trip in vegas and you know yeah whatever you call a business trip but they booked that convention center um, along with other tours going on, you know, November 9th, for example, when we're going to the Ocean's 14 thing, we've got a few things going on. We got a marathon. We got a, I think the, there's a rodeo in town. I think that weekend that's all going to adjust and you're going to see those prices fluctuate back and forth. The convention schedule is kind of nice to see that. Um, another really dumb thing that I started doing and, and it's really more tight now than it was back when I started doing it. So it used to be where you can get comp rooms, depending on what days you're going, yada, yada. Now they kind of throttled it down a little bit. But uh, MGM, so if you're looking at rewards programs, but you're not a big gambler, so you're really not going to get a lot for what MGM does or what Total Rewards does. MGM has something called My Vegas. It's an app. It's like a casino app. It's a slot machine thing you it's on your phone and you can just play it it's fake slot machines you gather points you gather bonuses and depending on how much you get you can get anywhere from free comped rooms to if you're have nothing to do at work and you get enough points you can do helicopter rides from maverick you can do a free buy one get one free beer at such and such and such of course they're all mgm properties but it is still kind of it's a nice little quirk if you have nothing better to do you just have to go through the pains of trying to collect that when you go to that property, you know, because you got to get the voucher and you know go through all that. You can get free, uh, you can get free rail rides when you come, depending on the monorail that goes to the casinos back and forth. You can get a, a three-day pass for so many points, and you play that game. 
again, some people know, a lot of people know, some people don't. So those are kind of, you know, if you're really brand new and you don't really have your feet wet yet, that's kind of my recommendation of things, that, how you can kind of get your foot in the door type thing. It amazes me the people that go to Vegas for the first time, but never make it down to downtown, you know, right. or never knew right. about it because there's a whole nother side of it. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's just, there's a lot. It's all about what you like. You don't have to just pick one place. You go where you're like, you like, it's comfortable and you're having a good time. So that's kind of what it comes down to. Yep, it does. And it's all depends, you know, what you like to do. Are you a sightseer? Do you like shows? Do you like gambling a little bit? Do you like going out and, you know, during the day, you're going to do day trips out of Vegas a little bit? I mean, it really all hinges. So, you know, again, well, write us. If you if you got something that, that you're specific to and like, hey, I'm this kind of person, you know, we'll, we'll try to give you some recommendations at least to guide you. You don't have to follow them, and they're not the best in the world. But we'll kind of lead <laughs> you down a road that we think that, that you'll be comfortable with because all three of us have a different comfort level of Vegas, I guess. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. The question was about hotels and about reward programs. I think, Morgan, you need to be able to prioritize what's important to you and feel free to write back. And we don't have to do it on the air if it's specific to you. But, you know, if swimming pool is important to you, do you want an Uncy pool or a, uh, you know, more calm pool? Uh, does gambling matter to you at all? Um, we missed Cosmo when we were talking about the uh, reward programs. Their identity program can be pretty good, too, depending on what you play. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it for now. So, Morgan, thanks for writing in, and feel free to write back with your uh, specific information, and we'll, we'll give you a uh, private recommendation. Yep. Agreed. That's cool. Um, and we also have some things coming up, but we got a couple calls that we're going to play. Um, stand by. Yes, of course they're serious. You do? You have? Thank you. We got Vegas Confessions, Daniel Ocean here. Sober October, took a pause. Vikings won. They fucked it all up. So, thought I'd leave you this message. See you in November. <laughs> so, Daniel, um... <laughs> Well, bummer. Um, I, I don't know what to say to you about the Sobtoberfest. I don't even know what they call that. Is that what they call that? Sober October. Sober October. So, yeah. Uh, Sobertober. Sobertober. Yeah. yeah. A lot we know. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, you lost a wagon wheel, sir. Um, I don't know what. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you other than I guess we'll see you in November, and and I'm sure that uh, you're still going to be off that wagon. Pretty positive. I'm, wait, wait, wait. Remember, like we're we're knighting him in November. I know. Like, that's what scares the shit out of me. So <laughs> we can't. I mean, he can't be sober for that. Oh, I doubt he will be. I'm very okay. and hopefully we're a little sober because we're gonna have a sword. So 
you know, might add complications to the whole thing. I don't want to repeat like a bad Monty Python scene. I, I just, that would not be fun whatsoever. Did we get the insurance for the nighting ceremony? I was just going to say, drunk guys with swords in a casino. This is going to go well. You know, I call progressive <laughs> and I never got an answer back, probably for the comments I put in there. Um, I don't know. You know, we'll see what that looks like. I did get a call from one of the insurance agency that said if you wrap it in rubber, silicone of some sort, and you can't break anything, then it's okay. But I, I don't know anybody that covers swords nowadays. I think that's more that, of an England thing. That that wasn't the insurance agency getting back to you on silicone. <laughs> Touche, <laughs> sir. I think uh, I think you might have confused her voicemails. Is she ready? She's ready. <laughs> Anyway, we got another one up here. Uh, I think this is Robin from Connecticut. Here we go. All right, you guys. This is a shout-out in reverse to you guys. I am so... I've been having... To to say it in the way that you would understand, I am so fucking happy to hear the uh, uh, Eric's rant. You go, Eric. This is Robin from Anytime Gambling. And honest to God, your TR rant was epic epic it was absolutely fantastic i could not believe it out of your mouth it was awesome listen here's my vegas confession i never played side bets on pai gao went to vegas and watched the guy and everybody on the table get the guy one guy got five aces and everybody got the envy and i didn't because i was a smart player who decided, oh, they don't play the, the side bet because it's better. It's it's, it's uh, left house edge if you just leave it alone. Well, good. Now I play it every time because, damn it, to watch him get those five aces and everybody getting in me, well, damn it, I didn't get it. So that's it. I'm going to get the next envy no matter if it's a straight or not. There. Okay, guys, I just wanted to say thank you very much. You guys have been having a hell of a... Uh, run here with your podcast. I do look forward to it every week. But uh, special shout out to uh, Eric uh, and uh, Chris Julian. Man, keep it going. It's great. All right, later from Connecticut. Ciao. Robin, man, thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Um, if any of the listeners are unfamiliar with Robin Oben from Anytime Gambling, that's the letter N, the letter E as in New England Gambling. Um, he covers the New England casinos uh, with a heavy dose of uh, Connecticut Foxwoods Mohegan Sun. Uh, he's doing a lot now with MGM Springfield opening up. Uh, he is a friend of the show. He is a um, great writer and um, somebody that I'm happy to collaborate with at any point we can in the future. Uh, he's a good man and uh, very good at what he does. Very good time. Always fun to hang out with the guy. And brother, I miss you too, man. Can't wait to make it back. And I'm I'm just a little bitter that his call made it on this week because New England beat my Chicago Bears. And I think that <laughs> might just be coincidental, but... Rob, we love you, brother. All right. So those are the calls um, that we had. And again, you know, thanks, everybody, for rolling those in. Um, We felt obliged, I think, at this point to mention something about uh, someone who passed actually last week. We're we're a little bit behind the game because obviously it it didn't happen recently. It happened last week. But I... 
I feel like we should talk about the guy a little bit and and your guys' inputs, I guess, on who he was. And and we're talking about Dennis Hoff. Anybody visit his establishments at all? Any one of you? Bueller? Sir, I'm married. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, <laughs> I am not. born married. <laughs> well, I wasn't go. going there as a baby. <laughs> well, he probably would so accept So how old that. were you when you went there? <laughs> oh, Jesus. God, that's too much. I ain't say nothing. <laughs> I plead the fifth over here, boy. That's funny. Uh, well, you know, again, you know, we felt it just like, hey, you know, th- this guy passed. And, and, you know, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not, he, he really gave a lot into... Nevada in Las Vegas. I mean, he's kind of a well. He's a he's an icon in his own weird way. I guess is the right thing to say, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I think it's a touchy one with people. Some people hate him because of you know what he, what he what his doing was and what he pushed, and you know some people knew of him and already liked him. So I mean, it's kind of mixed feelings, I'm sure, from a lot of people. Yeah, I, I think so too. Just for the ins and outs, you know, and that's fine. Everybody has their own opinion. Um, we, we felt obliged just to give some brief. Hey, this is when he was born. This is what he did. The one thing right. I will say about the guy is the fucking guy was ambitious. I will yeah. agree to that because he really wanted. He knew what he wanted. He knew where he wanted to go, and he made it happen. So, um, born in 1946, October 14th. Uh, he was actually born in Phoenix, and then. Uh, he had a father that was German, a mother that was Italian, and they both served in the military. So they were actually over here on the boat uh, through Ellis Island in the very beginning, and that's kind of was his start. You know, so um, that was kind of cool that he was born from immigrants and whatever happened. He always had that ambition. You know, when he was young, he graduated high school. He decided he wanted to run gas stations. He worked in one through high school. He wanted to operate him you know that was his kind of his foot in the door so even during a fuel crisis in 1971 he started buying these gas stations and kind of buying them up and uh he owned one then he owned two then he owned three and it just kind of went from there um his dad had his own business which was a a bike shop and he actually borrowed money from his dad to kind of get these gas stations off the ground especially the first one that was remodeled and and opened up which again during the fuel crisis i don't know if i'd pick a gas station to be the thing that I would open, but eh, whatever, you know, it seemed it seemed to work for the guy. And then he took a trip to Nevada, and it was all over after he did that. That was kind of his home. That's what he wanted to do. He figured from there. Um, if you fast forward, he basically dipped his toes in '95. He purchased uh, the original Bunny Ranch um, for seven hundred thousand dollars. Actually, I correct that. That's ninety-two, ninety-three. Um, it ran quietly. It was actually built in 1955, and he just dumped money into upgrade. He made it popular. He bought other ones throughout the years as a go. Um, he had a restaurant that was attached to one, so he kind of became a restaurant tour of sorts. Uh, and he really made it. He tried to bring, I guess, prostitution public. I mean, it was where he was at, but he wanted it not to be such a stigma. And uh, he would talk at universities. He'd talk at, you know, different places that would have him. He was a media guy. Everybody, I don't know, did you guys ever watch Cat House? He did. Yeah. I did not. Nope. No. Yeah, you say that now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of Cat House. It's, it's funny, you know, because you kind of sit around and you, you know, you see what these girls are doing and, and back and forth. And, um, you know, it was interesting. He was a kind of a guy that, 
had his hand in a little bit of everything. He actually right. was into politics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Ironic, I was waiting for that it? laugh when he said he'd had his toes dipped in everything earlier. <laughs> oh, Freudian slip. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> But he was in every, he was in the politics too, you know. He was actually uh, running for a seat uh, when he passed away. Um, yeah, he also was an author. He had a book titled "The Art of Pimp," which is somebody else has a book called "The Art of Money," right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> ironic because he was a fan, you know, of him as well. Um, he was uh, back and forth Republican liberal. Um, he had nicknames. He was a P.T. Barnum of booty. It was one of them. <laughs> <Which I find laughs> funny. And then when he started getting into uh, getting into the politics of the whole thing, as of late, he was known the Trump of Perump, which if that doesn't say bumper sticker, I don't know what does because that's <laughs> amazing. But he had passed, and I think the irony of this whole thing is the night before he was throwing his birthday party, this and that, uh, I think he died at 78, Ron Jeremy actually found him the next day. And we all know most of us who Ron Jeremy is, um, you know, if you have to put a nail in the coffin, I think that would do it. But, um, you know, nothing else. Some people say he was very scrupulous, but yet all the girls and the associates and the employees that worked with him absolutely loved him. You know, and it, and it really, it's a 50-50 thing. So, Joel's like what you said, some people are a mixed bag. I, I think that's kind of that mixed bag. You know, it depends really what kind of relationship you had with the guy. Um, obviously, I'm sure the, the Christian right probably didn't much care for him. But, you know, yeah. what are you, what are I, you will, gonna... I will say he probably has more men that like him than women. <laughs> I think <laughs> if nothing that, else man. for the legend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I've watched a couple videos and documentaries about, you know, what he does. And it's it's interesting because it's like it's a it's a process. It's a routine with these places. And, you know, he has like you said, he did everything he wanted with any one of them when he wanted. And again, they were to do their services at his places. So, I mean, it's just it's an interesting an ir- ironic situation with, I guess, you know, laws in certain areas out there. But. Again, some people praise him and some people hate him, like you said. Yeah, I don't know. Eric, you got any opinions over there? You're off for quiet, man. Uh, you know, I, I have no issue with him or the type of establishments that uh, he ran. Yeah. Um, there, you, you know, you mentioned that, you know, he was actually actively running uh, at the time of his passing. I think the politics is a I, I think there for people who have followed him, there might be as much discomfort with his politics as there would be with his um uh, type of business that yeah, he ran. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So I mean he's a he's a polarizing uh individual and I'm not I, I'm I'm not necessarily opposed to him. Uh, but in this, you know, brief description, I, I don't think we're we're going to get into like the depth of what may or may not be um, problematic for some people. Right. So yeah. I I'll I'll leave it where it's at, and uh, thank you for your contribution. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's actually fair, and you're right. I mean, you know, I don't want to 
cut the guy's life short. But um, he really, again, if nothing else, very ambitious. You know, knew what he wanted. Had his eyes out for it. He, I, I think he treated other people well to that certain point. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's weird when you, you mix other things together and on top of what his profession was and what he chose to do. Nah, eh, well said. Yeah, well said. I think the mere fact that Ron Jeremy was the one that found him. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and, I mean, I don't – listen, I don't know Ron Jeremy. He might be a hell of a nice guy. But, like, if Ron Jeremy's the one who finds you dead, there, there's an interesting story there somewhere. There, there's got to uh, – there's got to – Ron Jeremy, there was one story that I heard where he wrote, he was in a club. And he had a banana peel on his shoulder. And one guy tapped him on the shoulder and says, hey, you got a banana peel on your shoulder. He goes, yeah, no shit. And kept walking. That's Ron Jeremy. Like, he's just a, I don't, I don't understand the individual per se. But, nah, yeah, you never know. You know, I find that, uh, I find that very interesting at the, at the, if anybody, it couldn't be the maid. It couldn't be one of your wives. It couldn't be something. It was Ron Jeremy. But yeah. Well, I wouldn't want my wife to be the one that found him. I mean, that wouldn't be good either. (laughs) Touche number two, sir. (laughs) I mean, let's 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 leave it there for Ron. (laughs) What else we got, guys? Oh my God. Okay, so one last thing, kind of wrap up, and. this was kind of one of those, uh, you know, we, we kind of roundhoused back and forth a little bit about how we wanted to do this. But this is, for those of you who have been listeners from the beginning, this week actually is our yearly anniversary. So we our first episode was October 23rd. And, you know, granted, it wasn't with our, um, our fantastic third co-host, third leg of a sort, Eric, um, but it was Julian and I. And... It was after the chance meeting that we met in Vegas, and I kind of had this idea going on for about a year of, of God, I really want to do something. I just I can't grasp what I want to do. And, um, of course, met Julian, and uh, here we are. So this is our yearly anniversary, guys. Do you know that? dun 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 <laughs> That was lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. What's really cool is... We, we've learned a lot about each other and adding Eric in the mix. I mean, that was, you know, I when we had the idea initially to bring Eric on, uh, I know one of the first things we both talked to each other about is like, you know, he's super quiet. He's a really cool guy. But once you get him to open up, right. he's funny as hell, man. And God, I love you guys, man. This shit's fun, man. I love it. I really do. No, it, it is. It is fantastic. And I guess... You know, we have some things that we want to kind of finish off the episode. We're we're going to do a – and again, this is uh, unedited. This is raw. This is something that we we did some brainstorming. And it was about two or three weeks after – right, Jules, I think, after we got back to Vegas? Yeah. So, you know, I had some equipment already. Went out and bought some more equipment. Gave him a call. And I was like, you know, I'm going to record this. And I, I don't know why I'm going to record it, but I'm going to record it just in case. And um, it actually went for over an hour. But we're going to play like 10, 15 minutes on the end of this episode. And if you guys want to listen to like the beginning of The Roots, that's totally fine. I think my question is for our our bud, Eric. I mean, you know, we know how we felt when we kicked this up and what we wanted to do. You know, there was other podcasts out there. 
they talked about certain things. You know, of course, Julian's, you know, gambler. I'm not a gambler. How this is going to work back and forth. What, I, I, I want to pick your brain, man, about, like, when did you listen? When did you feel? How did you feel when we approached you? I don't know. Is that putting you on the spot? Um, no, it's not putting me on the spot. So uh, you guys said you wanted to talk to me, and we went back to Jay's room at Ellis Island, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be gang raped and kidnapped, <laughs> but um, You're I lucky. figure I'm bigger. I'm, I'm bigger than both of you, so I like my odds if uh, that's where you were going. He was still smiling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I kept looking around like... They're not gonna try to <laughs> Wait, they're sent me down in a chair. What's the what's the handcuffs for? Uh, nothing. We had a really good time together, and it was this uh, combination of different personalities and different worldviews. Oh, here's, here's my new answer. You asked. I had nothing better to do. <laughs> You're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> I've, got, I've got this open spot in my calendar from 8 p.m. to 2 in the morning on Thursdays. I figure, <laughs> uh, why the hell not? That's funny. Jesus Christ. You know, and I was sitting back here, too, like, man, this is going to be good. He's going to lay out some shit. This is awesome. And I was saying, bloop. Done. <laughs> I heard nobody. It was right when he was almost dead, too. You're like, hey, I lost you guys. You guys still there. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. How do we fucking... Fuck. We're a year into this shit, and we're still doing this. That's really... <sighs> okay. So Now he's got my internet. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Is that like a sexually transmitted disease? <laughs> it might be in the future. You got to watch your ass. Wipe forward, not back. I, I don't want to catch the internet. <laughs> right. Not that internet, you know. <laughs> it's a bitch to get rid of. Um. So where can we start you at again where you're comfortable, man? No, I, I like the, I was hoping from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you had you had heart felt and you blew it. Now you get this is great. Shit. You fucking dudes kill me, man. Fucking technology gods. I don't know what the <sighs> hell just happened. Hmm. Uh, okay, so <laughs> what can we do here? <laughs> or we Cheers. can just forego it. <laughs> I'm still Shane. <laughs> A year later, he's still Shane. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. What can we do here? Cheers. That's funny. Oh, oh my God. You fucking guys kill me, man. Oh. Whew. Too fucking much. Oh. oh. You recovering over there, brother? Uh, yeah, we're good. <laughs> that shit's funny. Fucking Eric, man. Uh, I think I'm quiet. Mm. Okay. God. And I laid my heart out. I'm like, hey, what do you got you, brother? Well, eight to two. Nothing going on. Like, oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah, Yeah, I want to go with the second answer. (laughs) Fucking Eric. That's great. All right, well, that failed. So uh, <laughs> I guess we can just. Um, It'd be so sentimental. And then, well, yeah, I was open eight to two. 
<laughs> that exactly is probably Fuck what it. I'm going to end up doing if that's the case. So, which is fine. Hey, Shane, I, I just saw your uh, tweet about the guy from Pompeii. Oh, did you catch that? Oh, guy. <laughs> wow. Could you imagine being stuck like that forever? Oh, Jesus. Welcome yeah. to my every I mean, Saturday, Sunday night. It, right. I mean, if you were going to take, like, as a percentage of time, like, how likely is that to be how you're stuck? <laughs> and the guy's probably you know? like just in the climax mode when he saw that fucking ash come. He's like, oh, fuck. And done. There he is, froze. It's not a whole lot you can do. Not really. Just keep going, I guess. Did I tell you the story in the Navy? So we used to have birth inspections, right? Which is where we slept. And during the day, Sheets are, you know, you can bounce a quarter off of them. Curtains are open, and they do inspections. And so I'm behind the um, executive officer. We're walking around the birthing for the for the cooks. And I'm taking notes, and we come on this one way, and I look up on the bed, and I see curtains closed, and they're fluttering back and forth. Like, you know, something, maybe it's, you know, something's in there. There's a fan, whatever have you. The executive officer, he goes and he grabs the curtains, he opens them up, and there's MS3 just fucking going to town, beating his, <laughs> just fucking crazy. And and he never stopped. And the fucking exec is like, aren't you, aren't you going to stop? And he looked right at him. It's like, well, you already caught me. <laughs> and he just kept going. <laughs> so we just well closed the curtains. That point, I mean. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, anyway. So we can roll into, uh, I guess, let's Which, just... <laughs> wait, the best part about the story is, like, you even named names. Like, oh, this I knew wasn't this even, fucking guy. Like, there was this guy, like... <laughs> you put MS-13 on blast, James. Sure Man, did. if he's listening to the podcast, I'm sure he's the kind of guy that would just love the publicity. I, I'm pretty sure of it. I mean... He's you know, probably what doing he it right doing. now. He probably is. He's like, oh, they named my name again. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna <laughs> do you guys have anything because we we went a little off detour a little bit I, I which is perfectly fine i can kind of clip some of this together but i think that might be a a nice way to roll into the reminiscing i don't know it's kind of fucking funny personally yeah so eric you cool with that yeah sure being that i dropped you <laughs> i thought i was gonna win an award for that speech <laughs> oh man, you feel But halfway through you knew you lost it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, from what it's worth, this Shane, is that shit was funny. As soon as you could hear us, he's like, God damn it, Jay, did you hear that? <laughs> it was funny, dude. He's like, I couldn't believe how good that was coming out. <laughs> oh, yet again. The Skype technology. Oh, I just oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, Ari, for what it's worth, sir, despite your uh, your candor, we, <laughs> we're glad to have you on board. We knew why we wanted to do this, and uh, I think that's a good ending to this whole uh, fucking debacle that we call an episode. Um, and we're going to go ahead and play 10, 15 minutes of that, of our brainstorming. Uh, and uh, yeah, do you guys got anything? No, I think it'll be interesting to hear a little flashback of our first episode a year ago, what are some of our ideas were and, you know, why we got into this, the people we've met, the times we had, and again, being able to go to these things and meet fellas like you and have a good time, man, and create these friendships means a lot, man. So 
wouldn't take it wouldn't take it back for anything nope i don't think either um eric as long as that eight to two slots open i think you might take it back we have to move but i think we're okay right <laughs> that'll work that'll work so i'm still shane cheers 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 So, um, I'm taking notes um, as I go here, just FYI, and I'm recording too, just FYI. I figure if nothing else, oh, no we can kind of. I got this new program that is a lot more intuitively friendly, and I brought some of the old stuff into this. So, you know, when we get done, like I said, I'll, I'll kind of fuck around. One thing I do want to ask you, though, before I get too far off the topic, um, is a name. So, I I'm fucking cool with whatever you want to do with a name, um, but we should. Like, make sure we're cool with the name and then set up a Twitter, set up social media, set, you know, set up kind of what that is so we have it. Does that make sense? Uh, you're fucking hilarious. I was just thinking we got to set up an email for it. We got to create, <laughs> you know, uh, you're, you're, you're fucking, I love how we're thinking, man. That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, and that's my thing. Do we want to, you know, I was thinking about all kinds of different things yesterday and this has been just on my mind, but do we want to stick to, I mean, that's my thing. How stoked are you, and how 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 much percentage are you in for Vegas Confessions, or do you want to look for something else? You know, honestly, no, I'm cool with that. I I personally, I don't know. And again, I'm right exactly on the fence. I don't know if Vegas Confessions sounds and attracts better, or you flip it into Confessions of Vegas. I don't know right. if that would play better with like different segments or how you word. And again, I'm I'm completely on the fence. But one of those two, either you say it this way, or you say it this way. So I'm, you know, the thing is, if we do, this is kind of what I was thinking with the, if we do Confessions of Vegas, it makes it sound like it's not quite. I I don't know. It it changes the formality of what what the title is. Does that make sense? Kinda. No, I get it. I get it. And that's and that's another thing I was thinking. I, I don't know how corny or how much off topic <laughs> that it may too. be or how on yeah. top it may be. Right. We can even use something to the extent of Vegas from confessions to concessions or concession to confessions. Oh, there you, you know go. I mean? Some, something different. Do something like, like that or even if we do that in the title, we do that as like a, a fucking segment. Either it's, Yeah, see? That's stuff like there. Play on words. That's perfect. I, I'm, I'm for that. You know, I think that's fine. I don't want to be, I don't want it to be where people are going to pull up going, oh, I got to hear a fucking stripper talk about getting fucked in the back of a taxi. That's my only concern with the confessions part. So if you just say Vegas confessions, but you flip it, maybe it gets rid of that type of piece. But then again, if they stumble on us and they like us, it doesn't fucking really matter. You know what I mean? So why they find us, you know, it is what it is. But, and it can be across the board. I'll tell you flat out, I fucking love your idea with, uh, gambling superstitions and yeah, like like little yeah. segments like that is kind of fucking cool because you see it you walk around every fucking casino and you can see what people do you can see oh, their yeah. their tail call and you know what they you know they blow on the dice or they do this or they stand on one leg wherever the fuck it is little shit like that is is awesome you know so um again either or dude i can go either way so if we want to do vegas confessions i'm cool with it we just got to make sure that we do uh, we can do titles, confessions, and concessions is fucking perfect, because again, like what um, um, fuck Chris was saying, 
there's a lot of foodies out there. There's a lot of people that'll go and they want to take their wife out for one fancy meal or they want to, they come from the Midwest and they don't have Shake Shack and they don't have Five Guys and they don't have In-N-Out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's important, you know. So, because we initially, one of the reasons we wanted to do this was to introduce to these people that either one are afraid or two have never been or, you know, this can go across a gamut. You know, I say, hey, this is how you get to the airport. Hey, this is how you, I want to throw that stuff in. I don't want to lose those ideas because I think they're good ideas, you know. So, um, so you know, I'm cool. Vegas Confessional, man. Let's go ahead and go for it. Um, so, for you, since you know a little bit more as far as uh, social media and setting up, would you mind going ahead and, and getting it set up? Find a Twitter account? Um, do other things? And, and we, and, and we'll just... Uh, We'll just claim it before somebody else does. You'd be surprised how quick this fucking goes. When I was looking for names for this other side thing I'm doing, man, I ran into a fucking brick wall right and left because of how many, all my ideas are already gone and already taken. You know, it's crazy how quick it turns around. And even with like a website, a website should be easy to get. I don't, I don't really know how to get a website, but I'm sure right. like Vegas Confessions pod lv or something like that can be something easily set up to where we get that domain you know what i mean i've been looking into squarespace for that um i can kind of look into the blog side of it and you know what i might do is reach out to dell and just see i know he said he pays a guy to do it but say hey you know what do you use (laughs) i hear squarespace a lot and i've been (laughs) she left fucking laughing um i uh (laughs) (laughs) um the fucking uh and the only reason I say Squarespace is because it, it's I've looked into and researched different blog spheres, and it's affordable to set up. Um, it's not much money. I don't want to have like you know three hundred dollars a year that we're pumping out on this necessarily. Right. Um, although this new uh, software that I'm using, I fucking love. I reached out to uh, um, Movestro off uh, Vegas Bright, yeah. and just kind of saw what he was doing for what he used for programming, and I'm Adobe, uh, not Adobe. Uh, Adobe Audition is what I'm looking at and using. It's really, really a lot better, and there's a lot of tricks and tips. But um, with that, with it comes to the blogs, you know, I, I can look in Squarespace and I can go that route. So I can handle that if you want, and we can okay. let's get a name and see what's on Twitter. If you can do the Twitter and the Facebook, and then throw that to me, and then uh, I'll work the blog around that. So set up those. Cool. Um, okay. And and we're going with Vegas Confessions, right? Yeah, you know, like I said, it's okay. nine to one, ten to the other, dude. Let's just fucking let's just go for it. It's not my oh. pussy isn't hurt if we don't go with fucking conventions of Vegas. I really don't care. Right, and uh, as far as uh, digital graphics, I've been looking. You know, I've been looking online for just pictures, something. I mean, I've I've even looked at. You know, we can put something up in place of it for now. I mean, but. I, I'm I'm trying to find something catchy, you know, or something yep, people yep. see it, but something not somebody or something or something somebody already has, you know what I mean? At the same point, you know, I what I sent you earlier earlier, I don't know if you remember, like a month ago or something. Those were just I did that all on my Note Eight, and I was right. just doing the Graphics Editor Pro, and it was a cool picture. It said Vegas. It had the little arrow going back, and I thought, oh fuck, this is cool. You know, I, I, it's up to you, man. I'm not on the graphic side. I don't even know really where to start with that because then I started researching it. And again, I might be making a mountain out of a molehill. But they say, you know, it's got to be such and such pixels. It's got to be such and such size because when you 
do put it up and you do attach, you know, your show notes and everything on the on the sphere through lip sync or whatever, it it's gotta be within certain regulations, I guess, basically. Right. And if you would just want to do that, because yeah. personally, a logo I think is the not the least of our concerns. It will be in the future, but right now, right. I just want to get our little feet and our word out. You know. Right. And then we will go from there. And I think that's suffice, dude. Yeah, that's not too big. And then we can fade. And, you know, in the future, if we want to get more, we can get more. It's not the end of the world. Right. And he starts counting everything. That's a big swath right. of time. That's yeah. a long, yeah, it's like 25 seconds he's talking about all the different shit. So I just got down to, like, the first 12. Okay. Because I still wanted to get the other uh, the other ones in there, the gambling one, the Rain Man one, which is pretty funny. Um, okay. I don't. Did you get a chance to watch them all or no? I did. And, in fact, you know what? I know most of them verbatim. Uh, just because that's fucking, I love Vegas. Um, the Hangover one, I, there's a lot of good stuff with The Hangover. I right. I guess I didn't pull Hangover because everybody else pulls Hangover, but right. at this point, it's modern classic. I mean, you know, everybody knows it and familiar with it, so I get that, you know. What do you feel about the intro itself? Do you think 30 seconds is too short? Do you think... I don't think so. I think 30 seconds would be good, you know, and even if we go 30 and say we're fading out the music into the, starting at like the 30, 32, fading out the music, and it fades out completely around the 35, 36, we come in. I think okay. that's doable. I mean, I don't think okay. that's too bad, you know. Do, do you like the, do you like the satchel slash perch? Purse, uh, I fucking love that term. <laughs> okay, then it's not a satchel. I actually, it's not okay, a man then, purse. It's a satchel. And and do you like? Do you have to park so close to a school, or a Chuck E. Cheese? That's funny, but I don't know if that's directly Vegas orientated. Okay, it's funny, but okay, you know. So what? I, what I'm gonna do is everything I have here. I'm gonna I'm gonna reorganize, write it down clear, take a picture of it, send it to you. That way, you can put it together, get an idea of where I'm going, and then put your idea together with it and see what you come up with. And okay. I'm pretty sure you're gonna pick up where I'm leading when you get this. Together. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna work on that uh, here after we get done, and then if I don't get it finished today, I'll finish it up tomorrow, and then I should have it out by Friday. We'll have a nice solid clip. And then Sounds hopefully good. I'll have other samples with that, uh, you know, again, when we do, I, I think, I like having music when we do intros. You know, we can talk about us, we can explain who we are, but if we do, hey, this is the first segment we're going to do, Gambling Superstitions, I, I want to have like little bumps for that. Not big ones, not 30 second bumps, but 5, 10 seconds, right. maybe at the most. Right. You know, and I'll kind of pick and choose. Again, I would love to use the music that, that, you know, you love or I love or something you hear on the radio, but I... Right now, there's some cool, catchy stuff that's free and that we don't have to worry about royalty and copyright, and I think we should just go that route. As we go into it, we can change it, modify it, whatever, you know. And again, don't be afraid to. If you're going to take something on like Squarespace, I know it's not free, so let me know what you're doing, and I'm not afraid to kick anything over. Okay. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, man. I know this... And I want to make... And like I tell my wife, she was like, so how much... Is there money in pot? I go, I'm not in it for money, babe. This is for a hobby. This <laughs> That's is for what fun. I said. You know, if people come around and they want to end up donating down the road, we, we've right. got an option. Right. right now, this is for the hell of it. Yep. Yep. I mean, right now, I'm into it for about a little under 500 bucks. 
you know, with the, but honestly, this isn't just us. There's another project. I've been, I've been dreaming about this forever, right. meeting you and going, oh my fucking crap. Here's another guy that loves Vegas. <laughs> I just all yeah. came together in a big puzzle, you know, so I'm not worried about the cost I got now. Um, I was planning on it anyway. Um, again, on your side, you'll probably have to have uh, a good mic and maybe a good laptop. Cost on your side would be that, would be maybe a mic, you know, your wife's laptop, however you want to pull it off, you know, to start. Um, and then we can go from there. Because, you know, you're hearable to me. I just don't know how it sounds after everything's done. And I can't, you know, a right. phone call's a phone call. So. Sounds good, bro. Cool. We'll get All right, man. Figure it out. I'll get this stuff sent to you here in like the next freaking 10 minutes and you let me know what you think. Okay. Sounds good. Good talking to you and I'll just, uh, we'll go forth. Sounds good. I'll talk to you soon, man. Cheers, bro. Yeah.